G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. As you've looked at the Christmas story down over the years, have you ever wondered about those wise men from the East, the, the Magi? What was that all about? What were they doing there? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we take a look at God's stunning plan for Christmas from a different perspective. And please do stay tuned because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about our free daily devotional, Fresh, a powerful daily encouragement for you straight out of God's Word. This week on the program, we're unpacking together an interesting question. What does Christmas tell us about God? Here's the central idea. If God is God and Jesus is the Son of God, then then Jesus is the only person in all of history who could have chosen the time, the place, and the circumstances of his birth beforehand. Think about it. And if that's the case, if he deliberately chose what we now call Christmas as his way of becoming one of us, what was he trying to say to us through that choice? What does Christmas tell us about God? Yesterday, we looked at the scandal that must have surrounded Mary when she fell pregnant before she married Joseph. Today on the program... We're going to have a look at a group of men who came to visit Jesus. Wise men from the east. Magi, they were called. What was all that about? What were they doing there? When you and I have a party at at home, home's our territory, right? Who do we invite to the party? I guess we invite people we want to invite. Would you invite someone you really didn't like? Someone who offended you, an, an enemy? Probably not. See, we like to be surrounded by people in our home that we like. People who don't offend us. People who don't have a go at us. People who like us. That's why I find the story of the wise men, the magi, who came to Jesus after he was born, so fascinating. Let's have a look at it. If you have a Bible, you can pick it up in Matthew chapter 2, but I'll just read it to you now. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east, Magi came to Jerusalem, and they were asking, Where is this child who's been born the king of the Jews? Because we observed his star at its rising, and we've come to pay homage to him. When King Herod heard about this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where this Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, because it was written by the prophet, You, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means the least amongst the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to be shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may go and pay him homage too. When they had heard the king... They set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and worshipped him. 
Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh, and having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Now, these guys, these wise men from the east, sometimes we sing the song of the three wise men. Well, we don't actually know how many there were. We just know that there were wise men. They were called magi. Now, what's a magi? Well, a magi is someone who's an astrologer, someone who's into soothsaying and divination and all that sort of occultish type stuff. And they come from the east. Well, what's to the east of Jerusalem? You look at your map and it's Babylon is what's to the east. And Babylon was really special to the the Israel mind because in 586, 587 BC, the Babylonians had come and destroyed Jerusalem and taken the whole of the nation of Israel captive as slaves. So the Babylonians to the Jews of the first century, were really bad people. So here were these magi, these astrologers and soothsayers who were into divination from Babylon. Now, astrology was against the Old Testament law. Let me read you two passages. Deuteronomy chapter 17. If a man or woman living among you in one of your towns the Lord gives to you is found doing evil things in God's eyes... And contrary to my commandments, has worshipped other gods, or bows down to them, or to the sun, or the moon, or the stars, and has been brought to your attention, you have to investigate it. And if it's true, and it's proved that this detestable thing has been done, take the man or woman who's done this evil thing, and stone them to death. Chapter 18, verse 10 of Deuteronomy. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, or interprets omens, engages in witchcrafts, or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritist, or who consults with the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to God, and because of these detestable practices, the Lord God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before God. So what these magi were into was absolutely detestable to God. And yet, God invites them to the party. God invites them to come and worship his son. Now, if you or I had been God, would we have invited them? Tell you what, I wouldn't have. Because they transgressed against what God said was right. But God did invite them. And and not only did God invite them, he went out of his way to go and get them. How did he get them to come all the way from Babylon to Bethlehem? Did he send them a letter or a telegram or an email? Did he send them a prophet like John the Baptist? Did he send them the scriptures? Did he send them someone to scream in their face, you're very, very bad people? Didn't do any of those things. To these astrologers, even though he detested their astrology, God sends a star. See, it's this star that they observed as it rose in the east, and they followed the star from Babylon to Bethlehem. What does that tell us about God? See, these magi were not Jews. They were not God's chosen people. They were into things that were detestable, and under the Old Testament law, they should have been stoned to death. They were Babylonians. They were, they were evil. And yet God invites them anyway. Not just the invitation, but through a star. You know what that tells me about God? He may well hate their sin, but he loves them so much more than he hates their sin. He goes out of his way to bring these magi to his son to worship Jesus. 
That's profound. What does it say to you and me here and now? You know what I think it says? That we're welcome to. In the Magi, God chose the worst of the worst. Couldn't have been any more unacceptable or detestable to him. And he went out there to get them like a shepherd, to get that one sheep that's lost. I spent a lot of my life believing I just wasn't good enough for God. But in this story of the Magi, God is saying to us, I sent my son for all. Jesus came for all of us. None of us is good enough. That's the point. In Jesus, the Christ, the Saviour, the door to God is wide open. Jesus came for me. He came for you. Somehow when I looked at religion, I always thought of how far I'd strayed from God. But the point is that through Jesus, God comes so close to us. Jesus is for you and for me. We love sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.